this is why I do not like being topical. Okay? I don't like it. Every now and then it's fine. If something's happening and there's like explosions going off and it's like, okay, yeah, there's an invasion or something. All right. And or anything, really, like anything big that's happening in the world. A plane crash, some political figure dies. There's some assassination or something, something juicy happening. There's a war that is literally going on right now. There's a terrorist incident. There's some other kind of fucking news. A a thing has happened. It It can really be anything, okay? It doesn't have to be all those dramatic things. But as I need to get it out straight away. Because if you don't get it out straight away, then by the time you put it out, it's already... Fucking, it's dead because the situation has moved on and now there's new information, new things have happened. It has taken a different turn and it's not like I'm like, I, you know, I was talking about the Russians and the Ukrainians talking about this situation, talking about the situation between the Russians and the Ukrainians. And I was making so many great fucking points. I was, I was fucking hitting every note. It was a great episode, very... Very entertaining for me as well. It was fun. But by the time I go to edit it (laughs) and put it out, situation has changed. So it's like, it's fine if the situation changes, but it's not fine if the situation changes between the time you record the episode and the time you release the episode. That's not fine. Alright? Like, of course, you know, lots of things I say, even though, even the things that aren't topical, lots of things I say, you know, things change and it it evolves, it revolves and it just, a revolution. Mm -mm. Things change and that's fine, of course. And you want it to be, you want everything to be a snapshot of the world at that fucking point. Okay. But when you're. When you're doing things that are really topical. Like a situation that is happening right fucking now. You can't wait even a few hours. To. to you know. Do the. Rec- to the do the editing of, of the recording. And put it out there. Because within those hours. The fucking situation's changed. And I mean. If I put this episode. The one that I did record out now. It's like. What, what are you fucking talking about? That's not the situation anymore. The situation has changed. Like, I didn't know when I was recording that episode that Russia was going to suddenly (laughs) back down. They were going to take their hundred plus thousand troops and sit them down on the grass and give them a picnic. They didn't do that. I don't think they did that. But they've they've pulled some troops back and it seems like there is a, a new narrative forming of de-escalation. I mean, it's not like in the recording that I, that I made, I didn't allow for some hedging. The fucking situation's changed. <laughs> Thank you.
I did. The situation has changed. De-escalation. I said, like, there's a possibility things change and Russia backs down. You know, I gave myself that room. Okay, you've got to give yourself the room. you got to hedge. <laughs> it's a great it's a great way of doing things. Okay, always hedge your bit. Even on the most things you're absolutely sure of. Maybe not everything, okay, but on most things. you got to hedge your bit, okay? And I did. And uh, it's not just a hedge, it's true, it's true. Like I obviously knew that Russia could back down a bit, and I said that in the recording. But, like, they've already done it. They've already, that's already the narrative that's forming. So if I put that episode out now, it's like, why is he talking about, like, Russia? He, that they could, they could back down when they've already, they're already kind of doing that. Like, it just doesn't. I just fucking hate the topical stuff, man. I really do. I really fucking hate it. I do. I do. And that's why this podcast is not all topical. What fucking Joe Biden ate last week. Or, I mean, I mean, not last week. That wouldn't be very topical. But ate, like, this morning or something. What did Trump say today? What kind of diarrhea... Is Nancy Pelosi having? What kind of diarrhea? You know, it's like... (sighs) You have to get things out quick if you are going to do the topical stuff. Uh, And look, I could put it out. I could put it out. And and it, it to be, you know, not the, you know, to to correlate... (laughs) To not match up with uh, with the timing and all that stuff. But I don't want to, you know. Like, when I make a topical episode, I make a fucking topical episode. And I put it out there. I edit it, and I put it out there. But if things change, you know, in a pretty significant way, or in just any you know, real serious kind of way in which it changes changes things around, then... You can, yeah, I, I'm not putting a fucking episode out, you know? No. No. I mean, like, imagine... Well, like, what, what other topical episodes have I made? Like, the one on... Uh, the one when uh, Kabul was taken. You know, when the fall of Kabul happened. Taken over by the Taliban. Again. I made an episode on that while it was basically, you know, happening around that time. But if a significant thing happened, like if the if the Taliban suddenly lost Kabul again, if the Americans went, oh, actually, we're we're going to take it back, and that happened between recording and putting it out, then I probably wouldn't have put it out. And I feel like the narrative is now turning. It may turn back another way. I mean, this situation is very fluid between uh, Ukraine and Russia. And like, if I don't get this fucking one out quick enough, quick enough, then who fucking knows? Like, maybe uh, the situation has turned again. And maybe this one, where I'm just being topical for a, a moment here, uh, is going to be old as well. You know, but um, now it's protected because I've said it. So now it's protected. Yes. It's funny watching um, these... Um, 
listening to the news because they just fucking love it. Don't they? they love war? They love pain. They love all the bad, the bad, the bad stuff. They they love the evil crap. They want the world to burn. They do because it it gets people watching the news, listening to the news. Same with you know the fucking um print outlets and the digital outlets and all this stuff. Like, they're just so fucking happy. The news people. The people on the fucking news channels. They're so fucking happy when the war is coming and they can keep fucking rolling out different variations on the same headline. Oh, 48 hours. Oh, 72 hours now. Yeah, not 48, but 72. Oh, 24. It's 24. It's definitely coming. 24 hours and Ukraine's going to be taken. Like, they love it. But but watching the uh, listening to the news now, when the narrative have has changed and there's been, you know, these reports of Russia pulling back a bit, you can just tell the the the, the anchors are a bit sad. They're like, oh, fuck! I was excited. Everyone was excited. The numbers were up, and now it's de-escalating fuck maybe there won't be a fucking war it's very interesting it's very interesting to to observe these people these wild animals in their natural habitat of scum they are scum they're scummy people I mean, this fucking Russian invasion is probably going to happen eventually. It will happen eventually. It's it's going to happen. Could be soon, or it could take a while, but it's definitely it's going to happen. I mean, and the media are just going to. F- Fucking love it, aren't they? Yeah. This uh, retreat, most likely just a bunch of fucking bullshit. And they're going to turn around and they're going to go in. And the media, oh, the media's going to fucking love it. They really are scum. Scummy, scum, 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 scum. Anyway, um, you know what I'm going to do? I actually haven't eaten lunch yet. And I want to eat lunch. So I'm going to eat some sushi. Are my hands clean? Yes. That's what you got to do. You got to smell your hands. <laughs> To make sure they're clean. That's how you. That's how you check. Yeah, it's all about smell. Like if my hands smell like shit, then I wash them. But right now, they still a, smell a, a bit soapy. If they smell a, a bit soapy, then it's fine, and we can eat the sushi. We can eat. Because are there going to be germs on the hands? Yes, there are going to be germs on the hands, but. Not enough 
to cause uh, anything too serious. I am now opening the little sushi bottle that comes with the sushi. Did I say sushi bowl? I meant soy sauce bowl. Little soy sauce bowl that comes with the sushi. What I have here is I have um, salmon and uh, crab, cucumber, that kind of thing. And I'm just going to pour the soy sauce all over. Yeah. What is sushi without soy sauce? Fucking terrorism is what it is. You've got to have soy sauce. You know, and the beautiful sushi type, you know, with the, with the sushi, got to have it. I think there is only one other kind of sauce that I would perhaps maybe eat sushi with. And it's a, it's a kind of Taiwanese sauce, or at least I used to have it. I don't like that term, at least, at least, fuck off, at least. What's at least about eating sauce in Taiwan? Consuming food with sauce in Taiwan? There's nothing at least. I mean, I understand the meaning of the word isn't exactly that, but it still doesn't sound nice. I don't like it. I used to have it in Taiwan. I should say it that way. I want to say it that way. I used to have this sauce in Taiwan... It's not the oyster sauce, and that is nice as well with certain things. But it's this different kind of sauce, and I never really found out what it was. It was my ex-girlfriend. My ex-girlfriend's mum. She used to make these noodles. And I guess she made them, my ex-girlfriend, as well sometimes. And maybe even... I think I, I made them as well. I think I learned how to make them. And I mastered them. But I can't remember... Because I master everything, of course. Yes. But um, I can't remember what it actually was, what the source actually was. But that kind of sauce, I used to have it with noodles. Uh, I would eat sushi with that. It was delicious. That's what I'm trying to say. All right, I'm picking up some salmon. Salmon and rice. Simple sushi. This probably has a name. The salmon on rice probably has a specific name. I'm forgetting it. I'm just going to eat the fucking... Oh, my mouth's watering. Oh, it's falling apart. No. Mm. That was, that was the dangerous. I saved it. Mm. I saved it. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Mm. The rice nearly fell apart. I was holding it by the rice on the bottom. Mm. And it nearly just fell apart. Mm. I do feel a little bit sad that I can't release the Russia-Ukraine situation episode. Because it was a great episode. I remember it to be a great episode. Yeah. And I pushed aside 
you know, I, I pushed aside some other really great episodes for a bit to to quickly kind of make this one, and I was excited about it, and it was it turned out great. And I was explaining like, hey, I was gonna upload some ones I had in the bag already, but I'm gonna I want to make this one. I'm excited about this one today. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I could have just up uploaded one of those episodes that I had in the bag for this episode, you know, and completely not even mention this. But I wanted to, I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to talk about the fact that I wanted to basically make myself feel better by confirming on this episode why I don't do topical episodes a lot. It just doesn't suit me. It doesn't. It doesn't suit the way I make this podcast. Every now and then, it's like kind of a special moment when I do one in the mist, mist, midst of something. But those are special moments, you know. I don't know. I'm not going to put a number on it, but I'm still going to put a number on it. You know, maybe one in ten. You know, one in five. If it was one in five, I think that would be too much. But around one in ten. And it will go up and down, of course. Maybe there will be a point where this podcast becomes completely topical. Who knows? Maybe there will be a transformation. But I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Let's stop talking. Let's eat. Mm. I'm eating another salmon and rice. Mm. 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 Oh, it's happiness. It's happiness. And the sushi isn't really that nice. But it's still nice. It's hard to really fuck up sushi. Unless you are trying to. Unless you... Or unless you just really don't give a fuck. And you want to make people sick. Or don't care about people getting sick. Then you could fuck up sushi. But... Oh, fuck. I love sushi. I'm eating more of it. I'm eating these, um... Yeah, I'm eating these ones now. These small ones. The place I used to eat sushi the most was in, um, Canada. In, uh, British Columbia when I lived there. Mm. And that's weird, because I've lived in, you know, several different places in Asia, and I've traveled Asia extensively. (laughs) But the place I used to eat sushi the most was in Vancouver, and uh, other places in British Columbia. And I guess that isn't actually that weird, because... I mean, Vancouver is basically an Asian city. It is. It is, and there's there's great Japanese food. 
There's great ramen. There's great Korean food. There's great um, Taiwanese food even. Me and my ex-girlfriend, we used to go to this place called A Beautiful Island. Or um, was it called A Beautiful Island or Beautiful Island? It might have even been The Beautiful Island. I'm not sure. But it was just like this restaurant near where we lived in Burnaby. And it was, you know, run by Taiwanese people. And they did these, these you know, really nice Taiwanese meals. These sets. And it had a bit of everything. And there was, there was lots of choice. Not too much choice. But there was enough, you know, that you could, you know, keep going back and not get bored of it. And it was specifically Taiwanese style food. And that Taiwan cuisine... One of the best in the world. And I miss I miss it as well. How long has Taiwan like fucking been shut now? A long time. Two years probably now. It is a country I miss. Is it the country I miss the most, Taiwan? I mean, I was talking about Canada. And I do miss Canada as well sometimes. But, I mean, Canada's open and I'm not. Canada's open now, and I'm not, you know, going to Canada straight away. But the day they announce that Taiwan is open again, then that's like, I'm thinking, like, okay, uh, time to go, time to go, time to go home. It Honestly, it is a home for me, and it will always be a home for me, no matter what. No matter what happens, Taiwan will always be a home for me. And I, I deeply love it. Yeah. And I think of the, the countries that I say are my favorite the most are... You know, it's usually South Korea, Japan, and Taiwan. Those three. And there are... You know, I'm not going to get into the other ones. Like, I love America. and I, I love Singapore. I love, I love Canada. I love... I love fucking Vietnam. I love lots of countries. But I love France. I love Paris. I love it. Look at me getting into it. I said I wasn't. I love Austria. I'm not. I'm not going to get into it. Calm down. I love Estonia. I went to Estonia for the first time at the beginning of this month. Fucking loved it. Spent the end end of January, beginning of February in Estonia. Fucking loved it. And I'm going back uh, to that part of the world at the end of this month uh, for a trip as well. I'm going to Latvia, going there, going back to the Baltics. I love it. I love it, man. So I, I guess I did get into it, didn't I? <laughs> but look, out of all the countries I say are my favorites, like Taiwan is the one that is probably deepest in my heart and the one I care about the most. Um, maybe, 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 maybe. Other countries are also deeply within my heart. Lots of countries are deep in my heart. But Taiwan is one of them. Taiwan is one of those special countries. What I'm trying to say is that I, I definitely know that Taiwan is one of those countries that is deeply within my heart. And, I mean, what has to happen? <laughs> what kind of betrayal? has to take place for me not to love Taiwan. 
I don't think any, like, because, like, if the Taiwan government, Taiwanese government turns against me, then that's just the Taiwanese government. It's not the Taiwanese, it's not Taiwan itself. And if the Taiwanese people <laughs> randomly turn against me, then that's not even really Taiwan as well, is it? That's just the Taiwanese people. That's a part of Taiwan, but not all of it. It's just something special about that island for me. Really. And I, I do love the people. And I don't think they would turn against me. <laughs> and even the Taiwan government, I don't think they would turn against me. I mean, I guess they have kind of. Because they did ban me for a year. It is the only country I have been banned from like that. But they did it in such a nice way. They were like, oh, Brad. Oh, Brad, you. You beautiful. Dear Galson. Dear Galson. Dear Galson. We're going to have to ban you for a year. Just one year. Just one year. You can come straight back. You can come straight back. It's fine. But I mean, we're going to have to find you a bit of money and ban you for a year. Because you, you did overstay your visa by seven months. Your visa-free status by seven months. That's a bit much, you know. So, I mean, we don't want to. But I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess we kind of have to. Yeah. Taiwan government has always been very nice to me. Even when they're doing things like banning me for a year. Always very friendly, very nice, and very sincere. And there was a time when I was going back to visit Taiwan with my ex-girlfriend when we lived together in London. And we were going back for, I think, like maybe two weeks, something like that. And uh, my my old passport that I had was falling apart. And these cunts at Emirates tried to stop me. And they, they did. They... They did try and stop me from taking my flight, but they didn't in the end. Because you know you know what I did? I kept fighting. So they didn't stop me. They did try to stop me, and they succeeded for a while. They did do it for a while. But I kept fighting. I kept fighting. And I got the, the Emirates, you know, the check-in desk there the people to send a photocopy of my passport to Taiwan and ask them like hey if this guy shows up with this passport can he get through and you know what happened Taiwan fucking called straight back they sent the they sent the um the photocopy and the e- what the email or a fax or something i don't know but they sent it and Taiwan i don't know if they called i think it was a call uh, but they they communicated straight back of course he can come. Fuck you, Emirates. <laughs> of course he can come. And it was really like, they were really trying to stop me. They had already said like, you can't go. You can't go on our fucking airplane, blah, blah, blah. They were blah, they, they didn't say fucking, but they were blah, blah, blahing, you know. And I kept fighting. And I got, I got through to Taiwan, baby. And Taiwan, my lover, on the other end, said... You were making sure that that beautiful man. <laughs> you were making sure that he comes. We need him here in Taiwan. We love him. We love it when he comes back to Taiwan. And I did. I went back to Taiwan. I got on the flight. 
I went through. It was a big fuck you to Emirates. And um, yeah, I landed after a long flight. And um, I think maybe there was a stopover. I'm not sure. Probably was. But yeah, I landed in Taiwan in a Taoyuan. And it just went through. No problems. I mean, the girl, the young lady, the woman who who checked my passport and gave me the stamp and all that stuff, stamped me in. She she had a look at the passport, but she wasn't really concerned because it was me. And you cannot deny access to the island of Taiwan for Brad Nichols. No, Brad Nichols goes straight into Taiwan. Okay. Because we are in love and we'll always be in love. Yeah. What a tangent. I like that tangent. I'm going to keep eating my sushi. Th- these pieces of of, of, of um, this box of sushi are my favorite. I get this sushi a um, couple times a week. And this these two, are, two, these two are my favorite. I always save them for last. At least one of them I save for last. I do believe it's tuna. I think it's tuna. It's not crab. It's tuna. And um, did I say tuna earlier? Or did I say crab? If I said crab, I didn't mean crab. It's uh, salmon and tuna. I don't think I said crab. Maybe I did. Anyway, it's uh, the rice. And you got the tuna. And you got the cucumber. And you got the seaweedy, you know, seaweedy stuff. <laughs> the near, neary. Um, and sesame seeds as well. I'm just staring at it. I'm staring. I like to stare at it for a bit. I don't like to just put it straight in my mouth. I like to really appreciate. Before I consume it. I haven't eaten it yet. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to put it back down. And just look at it for a moment. Mm. Yeah. Oh, baby. Come, 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 come. I'm going to move the box closer. Closer to my face. Sesame seeds, the rice, the tuna, cucumber, and the nori. The nori, nori, nori. Alright, it's going in. Oh, baby. All right, the other one's going straight in. You got to lick the box. I lick all the seaweed. Not seaweed, fucking. Sesame seed. Mm. And soy sauce. 
Put a cucumber there left. Oh, yeah. All right. We're done. There's a little bit of soy sauce left in the bowl. In the teeny tiny bowl. So I'm going to squeeze that into my mouth. Happiness. Alright, let's quickly devour this Fruit Loop thing. I like these as well. These are like Fruit Loop things. I eat them every day. I like them because the only ingredients are fruit. I like that. And with fruit, you have to fuck around a lot. You know, with the real piece of fruit, you have to fuck around a lot. You have to peel it. You have to peel a banana. You have to peel an orange. You have to cut up a fucking apple. You can't just bite into an apple. That's disgusting. You gotta check if there are fucking maggots in it first. You gotta check for those worms. I like these um these like fruit loop things. Made of just fruit. Yeah. Simplifies the whole process of eating fruit. And we'll wash all of that down with some Evian. Ah. Maybe one day I'll start like an eating thing. I'll become one of these professional eating people that people watch. It is enjoyable. I do enjoy. I mean, we've talked about the sexual, the sexual stuff before, <laughs> the sexual side of it, but also just to watch casually, not even for sexual purposes. These these eating people, they're fun, man. They are. But really, you kind of need a camera for that stuff. I think it still could be enjoyable, you know, just listening to me eating and me describing it. But some things you need a camera for. And if you're going to be like an eating person or do eating things, then... You know, a lot. Then you need you need cameras for that stuff. Eh? You do. All right. Is that the episode? Maybe that's the episode. That's the episode. All right. See you in the next one.